do not judge me by my successes. Judge me by how many times I fell down and got back up again. Nelson Mandela. My name is Thandor, and I enjoy walking in the woods. I'm Fezzik, and I love wandering the world. And then if we find orcs, great, we'll get to yeah. Well, I am Corin, a gnome with anger issues who spontaneously bursts into other animal forms uh, when things annoy him. It's just the point we told Davey he's stuck with us forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to go back to Wayslaw with me, Dungeon Master Dave, Seth, Chris, George, and Rachel as we explore Leaders and Legacies, a real play 5e audio podcast leaders and legacies is a passion project for five very dedicated scouters who also need to have other hobbies so sit back relax and enjoy this podcast will make you shout and twist um, i'm dave rockwell i'm the dm for uh, our game of leaders and legacies you know, i'll let the cast introduce themselves hi i'm um, rachel i play fezzik and I am a club master and day camp director. I'm Seth Lowe. I'm an assistant club master for PAC 1683. Good evening, everyone. I'm Chris Cooper. I play Thandor, or as we call him in the game, Tornado, and I am a district commissioner. I'll keep it short in the interest of making sure this stays under one gig of recording time. <laughs> uh, I'm George Koskin, and I'm finishing up a term on the National Committee for West Scouts America, and I currently sit in the National Temporary Council as one of the Assistant Council Commissioners, and at least seven other jobs. And once again, I'm your Dungeon Master, Dave Rockwell. I'm an assistant council commissioner and scoutmaster for Troop 1570. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, please feel free to leave us a five-star rating. And if you haven't enjoyed what you're hearing, please make sure to leave a one-star rating on Bradley Copeland's Problematic Pan Fisherman's Hour, the podcast that's fishing in a pan. So, Chris, last time yeah, we're off having other adventures while the group uh, did some battle. Uh, we want to start off, you know, you had wandered off, at least according to our version of things, to do a little uh, praying and, you know, get centered. So, I guess, you know, tell us about where you would go, what, you know, that, that would involve, because, you know, I'm sure you're probably becoming a little bit concerned with some of the happenings um, that are kind of the circumstances that are driving all of our adventure. Yes, Thandor is very what very worried about um, the corruption of nature and what he's heard so far. So he thought he would take a few hours rest and just meditate to see what was going on and to pray to Jordan. Dusk comes and goes. It's a little bit later than I think you had intended, but I've got lost in your meditations. Describe for us you know, what kind of things might be going through your mind as you kind of ignore the, the setting sun. Jord is worried about the journey ahead of, uh, ahead of this party and what it can mean to the entire area, uh, the corruption that's going on. So he has prayed to Jord to see if um, he can get some inspiration on what he should do and what he should tell the party. He is less concerned about himself and the situations he's found himself in, but more concerned about nature. 
Are you the type that prays with your eyes closed? Do you kind of pray looking up? How, how does Fandor handle all that? He prays, look at, he prays looking around me. Okay, so uh, why don't you give me a perception roll while this is happening? Absolutely. If I can find the perception sheet. Okay, perception. Fandor gets a 22. Okay, awesome. The night has kind of really settled in. You can see the stars beginning to come out. And one of the things that you see kind of headed back towards camp is a shooting star that seems to, you know, disappear short of the camp. So it doesn't quite reach your camp, but it disappears near your camp. So there's something in your mind that suspects it might not be a shooting star, but there's nothing to give you any indication more. So you. Yeah, I guess I'll let you decide whether you want to dismiss it or not. Uh, Thandor, it, it doesn't seem right, so he would probably go check on his friends that are gathered. So you're going to move to stand up? He will move to stand up. From behind you, you hear a voice saying, Ah, just another one with one of his trinkets. Hello? I am Th- Hello? I am Thandor. Andor, it is good to meet you. Um, you appear to be carrying a trinket, uh, something that uh, is bestowed with magical powers by Batula. Okay. This usually means that someone has encountered and met Talgon. Andor waits in silence. I see. You truly are a follower of Jord. You know, your reverent nature as you try to figure out who is this strange creature. And you see kind of stepping into your field of view what looks like a beautiful, beautiful angel, blue light bursting around her. And she says to you, Batula was my sister. My name is Karen. Bandor is listening. I was looking for my, my brother, Talgon. You know, he had been with my sister, but it his essence seems to be moving through this uh, this area. I encountered someone carrying a compass just the other day. And uh, yeah, that orc you know, was not my brother. I'm very curious as to you know, why Talgon seems to be giving out tr- magical trinkets from our sister's archive, I guess is the word. I am also curious. He, was that was that orc? Was he safe? Now, the last I saw him, he was heading through the gate of the gods towards the mountains. And I'm afraid if he kept going the way he was going to, he'll probably encounter some of the kobold tribes there in, in, in the foothills of the mountains. He is a friend of mine. It is imperative that I find him quickly. Well, the path he is going, he is in much danger. I would tell you that you probably should, you know, hasten to follow him if you do not have other tasks that you should be attending to. I will let my party know. Hmm. You have a a, a party? You are not alone here like the other? I am not. Hmm. Things must be desperate indeed if Talgon is sending out large groups of people to do 
his bidding. We are not a large group. We are a small group. You know Talgon is not to be believed. Why should I believe that? What did he tell you of the passing of our sister? I do not recall him saying anything about the passing of your sister. No, he told you some concocted story about the Guardians turning on you, didn't he? I do recall something like that. Yes, yes. Talgon was there for his own reasons. You know, did he tell you that he had been trapped there for a really long time? I don't recall that. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, he must be very desperate if he's trying to keep that hoard for himself. He passed out trinkets just to get rid of you then. What is his intention? His intention is to grab the 12 seals, the, the 12 wooden angels that would keep the demons from coming into this world. The barriers weaken already, do they not? They do, but why would he want to do this? Talgon is very bitter and very angry. He could not save our sister Batula. He blames Jord. So instead of finding the 12 angels, why can't I just not go kill Talgon? <laughs> that would prove a foolish act. You know, and plus, you know, Talgon is very, very hard to kill. In fact, Talgon, you may not have, you know, it may have been a projection that you saw of him into this plane. Could we not burn down his home? Where do you think he lives? In the grove. No, the groves were put there as temples for the peoples. It lives on another plane of existence that you could not get to. He has come here to open the doors so that those that live there with him can come through to this world. If what you say is true, how do we defeat Talgon? What do you think would be necessary to defeat such an enemy? So I must collect the 12 seals myself. Yes, but, you know, how many do you think he would probably have in his possession? Three. <laughs> yeah, that is a, is a good guess, but I don't know either. I've only recently begun to sense his presence in this world and was sent to investigate. And so far, the two biggest sources of his presence have been the trinkets that he has given you from our sister Batula's archive of objects. So should we burn those? No, they, they are weapons, good and true, and things that will help. But did you not think it was odd that, you know, you were given these items and then they were split to go separate ways? No, I am very confused with this conversation. You should be, as am I. I have much to think on about what my brother would do by spreading these objects all around and turning you all loose in the world with them. They are not particularly dangerous, but they are also items that should have stayed with my, 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 my sister's shrine. Who should we bring them to? They are yours to keep if they were given to you by Talgon. It has as much right to decide their destiny as I do. But yeah, I think he would only give such gifts to fool and trick you. I must return to my friends. They are 
considerably smarter and more experienced in this world than I am. And I will tell them what you have told me. You must wait here for a moment. I think that I sense that something, you know, is happening over that direction that you would not be able to help with. The shooting star? That is not a shooting star, but, you know, a cleric of one of the dark, dark, dark gods. Would not... I do not know which, I just feel his presence. My friends would need my help. I think your friends are up to the challenge with dealing with him. I would have you tarry with me a moment more so that we can figure on whether or not you should go on the path that my brother put you on or after your friend. I would think that most likely, you know, you were on the right course if you were pursuing your friend. Yes, if my friend is in danger, we must save him. Your friend is in grave danger, but so are all those that go through the gate of the gods into the land of the kobolds. I will have to talk to my party member Fezzik to let her know our friend is in danger. She is not fond of orcs, but she may find it in her heart to be kind and to help him. Kinder words could not be said of Fezzik. Fezzik is on a journey that is his home. He you know, will find you know, what he needs in this life, as shall you. I cannot see your full destinies, but I know that you, you know, if, if you were there at the time my brother was there, that you were meant to be there and to become a part of whatever it is that he is trying to unfold. And I would hope that we can keep you and steer you to the good. We can use the help. If we have questions, can we ask you? If I am around, yes, you may ask questions of me. Do you know Jord? Yes, Jord. Jord and I are all too familiar with one another. I am a servant of Jord as well. I have written her a prayer. Would you like to hear it? Grant us, Jord, the grace to see your beauty and likeness in created things that we may follow your path in showing care for creation. Did you like it? It, it was very nice. I'm sure it would please Jord very much, Thandor. So, Thandor, is there something that I, a boon that I could give you? I would like to be able to keep my friends safe from harm. Yeah, you see her kind of start to close her eyes and think about it for a moment. And then she, you know, kind of, ah, I'm just the thing. And, you know, she reaches into the pockets of her robes and she pulls out an amulet and it has, you know, a symbol of Jord right there, right up front in the middle of it. And, you know, wear this and it shall protect you and your friends. Thank you. I will wear it. And Thandor puts it right on. Roll a perception check while you're doing that. 13. 13. So, yeah, one of the things that you do notice is that this angel, that Karen has provided you with, you know, with, with something that does feel good and right. See that, you know, within her robes, many things that have symbols of Jord on them, one of which is a prayer book that would be her own, as well as, you know, she has an amulet much like your own uh, that you now possess. I have a question for you. Go ahead, Thandor, ask your question. 
Actually, two questions. How is my friend Eileen doing? Is she safe? The one you left behind? She was kept there. I was sent to find Anton, which is my second question. Where is he? Do you mean Anders? Alton Ander, mm -hmm. yes. I've been up all day. I am sorry. I forget the name. Forgot your name. It, it is okay, Thendor. We all forget things from time to time. You know, I do not know of the whereabouts of Alton, but I, you know, and, and Mr. Anders is, you know, a little bit hard for someone such as myself to see because his actions put him outside of the purview of Jord. But what I can tell you is that your friend is safely back in, in the city of Grey Morrow is where you must seek her, which you know, you know Grey Morrow is the city you were heading towards before you, um, you know, ended up coming back after Marcus. Can I go now? Your friends have taken care of the problem. I appreciate you tarrying with me for a moment. I will let you go on your way, but do know that, you know, you must move quickly um, for your friend will not fare well long, uh, alone long in, you know, the, uh, in the, the caverns of the Cobalt. We will go in search of Marcus immediately. I would wait for morning. Your friends may need a rest. I will tell them the story. Heal them if necessary, and then we will go in search of Marcus. So you uh, wander off, um, you know, uh, I guess, uh, are you going to walk directly back to your camp, try to obscure it? How, how are you going to Thandor's going to walk straight back. He's going to wave back, say thank you. Okay. And one of the things is, you know, not so much she doesn't really disappear. She, you know, she almost kind of fades out of existence as you walk away. I will have to write this in my book. Andor will head back to the camp. Now it's time for our Dungeon Master Minute. And here's your Dungeon Master, Dave. One of the best points of the Scout Law is to be kind. It's my favorite, but it's not just about being nice in general. Sometimes it's about when other people are being rude. You have no idea what's going on in their life, or why they're behaving the way that they are. Sometimes it may have something to do with you, other times they just might not be in the right mood. But give them the benefit of the doubt. Be kind. Be nice. And if you time travel to the past, rewind. Leaders and Legacies is a 5e podcast that is unaffiliated with the Boy Scouts of America or Wizards of the Coast. The opinions expressed here are solely our own. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here at Leaders and Legacies, please consider becoming a patron by joining us at patreon.com slash leadersandlegacies. You can also follow us on Twitter at leadersandlegacy. Or join our blog at leadersandlegacies.com. 
Music and sound effects are licensed from Soundstripe.com. Logo art by Catherine Evans. Images also may have been licensed from Shutterstock.com. And never forget to remember... I am very confused with this topic. You should be.